Hello and welcome back to the life and lessons of me. Um, well, today I only had one class, so I figured I would do the podcast in the time that my second class normally is, even though it doesn't start until like, I forgot what it starts. <laughs> uh, I believe it starts at 11.15, so trust me, I'm a good student, for real. I actually have all 90s right now, so it's a pretty big accomplishment, I think, after, you know, sucking at school the last couple of years, because I don't know, just, I never did the work. I'm smart enough to be totally fine, but just not a big fan of doing work just to do work. But now since, you know, not much is going on, I have more motivation to do my schoolwork. So I have something to do other than be bored. So, but that's not the main focus of this episode. I think I want it to be, I always do these like so spontaneously. It's kind of silly, but today I want to talk about perspective in the wake of the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So this past Saturday, you know, it was 9-11. I wasn't around for it, but you know, I was born soon after it. So I feel like I should, you know, know about it and, you know, feel some of the same emotions that people who were there felt. Um, so it's interesting to watch stuff like that because I wasn't there and the only accounts of it I have are video and like first person like accounts. And it just makes me mad. <laughs> like almost as mad as probably some of the people who were on 9-11 were at, you know, whoever did it. I mean, now we know who did it and we killed the guy. So yeah, I just think I'm not even going to talk about um, the situation in Afghanistan right now in relation to that. So we're not going to talk about that. But the point is that watching those documentaries is like those people thought the world was ending and I mean I would have thought the world was ending too but it just caught us so by surprise because we weren't used to like terrorism on this big of a scale before like they tried to knock the World Trade Center down before with the car bomb that didn't work so I mean they're just attacking our symbols instead of like what we were used to like military targets and stuff like that so they attacked the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, and they're probably going to attack the Capitol. But, so, I mean, it could have been a lot, a lot worse. And, you know, I guess I'm thankful that it wasn't that wor- that much worse. Um, you know, and I feel like on 9-11, you have to, like, you have to understand what, you know, the people on the planes had to uh, deal with. And, and as I'm watching this, like, you get these, like, you know, timelines where their first person accounts and, like, the phone calls from the plane and when they first, you know, lost contact with the plane. So, like, they were able to, in this documentary, connect it so well that it was, like, almost, you know, they had a perfect timeline of the events. And it's just like, oh, this person, like, decided to work on this flight or this person missed the flight by like an hour or 
they switched the flight to an earlier flight and got on the plane that, you know, crashed into the towers. Um, like stuff like that, where you really don't know what is going to happen on any given day. Any decision you make could be your last. So the perspective I'm getting at here is like, you know, live life to the fullest in the moment. Um, because a lot of those people, um, I remember on Saturday, I woke up and I'm like, 20 years ago, people were waking up just like this, getting their coffee and going to work. Little did they know they were not coming home. You know, like it's crazy stuff like that, where it's like minutes, any decision you make is based on like anything. I don't know. Why do you make a decision? Who knows? And one of my thoughts is that death is a fixed point. So I'm watching this show um, on Disney Plus. It's called uh, What If? It's a Marvel show. Um, so basically, there's an episode where no matter what um, Doctor Strange does to manipulate time and this event that happens, so his girlfriend dies in a car accident. It's a totally different story than the movie, so completely different. Um, but her death is fixed. It cannot move. It cannot change. No matter what he tries to do, she dies. So this is talking on like a bigger scale than one point in time and one death. It's like everyone's death is a fixed point in time, possibly. And any decision you make will still inevitably lead you to that fixed point. Like you cannot change it, you know? And while that might be a little bit of a scary thought, but like, I mean, it's a theory. So if we really have free will, then that's BS and there's no, you know, set time that you die. Great. But if there is, then do we still have free will or is that predetermination? I don't know. Because if you make any multitude of decisions, you'll still end up in the same spot. So like, is that like free will and predetermination? I don't know because, I mean, probably because, but I'm, I'm just trying to say like, do we have free will if something is inevitably going to happen anyway? So it's been written out, you know, that you are going to expire on this day. And then every decision we make still leads us to that point. Does that mean we don't have free will and it's just like a simulated free will like i don't know anyway just a perspective that everybody got that day and then like the unity and stuff afterward like that has not happened again since that day since 9 12 2001 um we've just been splitting farther and farther apart and i feel like more people just talk about it and like you know having more open mind about sharing ideas and stuff like that and even like gain new perspective um you know some people didn't lose anybody on 9-11 some people lost everything so you know it's all about perspective like how do you live your life a lot of those people you know probably you know say goodbye and i love you to their family and then nothing and it's just crazy so i'm thinking about it there's another story um, about a guy on the plane, I think the first plane, which I forget, uh, Flight 11, um, 
he was on the plane. He has this business, right? That um, basically protected websites from super crazy web traffic. Like um, everybody's using the internet at the same time kind of stuff. Like, and that's exactly what happened on 9-11. Everybody was searching anything, any information on it. And only the websites with this guy's, you know, security were able to not crash with all the traffic. So him being on the plane was almost, I don't know, poetic or something. Like he died on 9-11 and then his business took off. It blew up. Like, okay, that poor choice of words there. Um, it, you know, took off, made a lot of money. And, you know, but it was weird because it's like he made all of that company and then got on this plane and died and his company made it big so if that's not like you're supposed to be on this flight unfortunately but you know you're gonna leave this legacy for you know all these people um so it was like everything he did including getting on that plane was so his business could take off you know it's it's weird to think about it that way but you know it's insane if he wasn't on that plane his company still would have you know probably done well but i don't know i just feel like it's fitting that he would you know have this huge role in 9-11 in both the event and the aftermath of people looking for you know information about it that's just it you know it's just i get a weird feeling about that like not that it was meant to happen because that would kind of suck because you know, you're not there to see your business, you know, do well, but at the same time, it's like, I don't actually know if he had family and stuff like that, but he left the legacy and it's like, okay, so what's more important, your life or what you leave behind? I don't know. So lots of questions on this episode. Um, do you have any answers? Feel free, but yeah. So I don't know. And um, in terms of like, living life to the best of your ability like um i'm trying this new thing where i'm gonna wake up and be like i have everything i need even though you know i don't have everything i need but um it goes off the like fake it till you make it like if you keep saying it everything will end up you know working out because you're already kind of like thanking god for um what you do have and even what you don't, because if you're like, okay, I am not dating anybody, right? If you're like, I have everything I need, um, and I don't know, including a girlfriend that doesn't exist. But if I think I got everything I need, so I'm good. So, you know, just chilling, waiting, see what happens with anybody. So that's that. Um, that was a little bit of an odd example of, you know, I got everything I need. Let's go to the car. Like, I don't have the car yet, but it's coming. So if I'm like, I got everything I need, including the car, which I don't have. So like, it's everything you do have plus the stuff you, you want, but you got to be okay with where you're at right now. So if you go, I have everything I need, it gets easier. So a little advice there. Um, well, yeah, I think this episode was a little bit 
odd, but um, that's just because I wing it. Uh, I think I sound more natural, like I'm at having a conversation with people um, instead of looking at the camera and just reading from notes. Um, so yeah, everything is going pretty well. Um, and I guess I will catch you on the next one. And I want to say it's next week, but it's hit or miss. So check in next week. Um, I'll make an episode. Maybe it'll be less, you know, rambly, but thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>